it. If you're looking for the stats, then you know just where to get them. Keeping you in tune with plays on the field. It's fine's worth the noise. Man, you know the drill. for the stats this is where you know you get them something like that what's up world welcome to another ankle biters podcast where we talk college football from a college fantasy football perspective i am your host tony aka Farnsworth, and i'm joined by my man 100 grand with his hands in the sand my co-host owens what's going on man my man Farnsworth. man what's going yeah. on man I'm good, man. How about yourself? We're back, man. Took a quick hiatus. Right. Had some things going on. Had the opportunity to speak at my church. Right, right. Wasn't able to hook up. But we are here, nonetheless, in week five. Week yes. five. Yes. Yeah. The tail end of week four. The beginning of week five. Um, Wonderful week. Yes. As far as watching college football, almost. how was your week, man, by the way? Your weekend week and, was, and everything that went down? It was awesome, man. It was awesome. We took the wife to the fair this, this past weekend. We, you know, had a little a little blast, man. Rode a few rides and, uh, you know, ate a little bit. But, you know, it was cool. How about you? Rode some, some rides. That sounds fun. Rode some rides. Man, honestly, I forgot all about the fair. <laughs> I had no idea it was here until Jamie mentioned it to me the other day. Um, I think it was Saturday mm-hmm. or Sunday, something, and she was talking about a shooting that happened there. Oh wow! A shooting that happened. I thought the fair is here. Like, well, I guess it is September. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I totally forgot. <laughs> I had no idea that the fair was in town. So, I guess I don't know if that's old age. Well, I'm just out of touch with society. Probably just don't care about going to it. I don't. Yeah. I don't care about going because I have kids now. And when I hear fair, I think money. Money. You already know it. You know, so. But nonetheless, this past weekend, we had a wonderful slate of college football mm-hmm. happening to us. Um, I had more fun on watching it. And then just just enjoying college football as a fan, right? More so than I did um, on the CFF side. Not too good of a week for me on the CFF side. We'll get into that later. But what about you, man? How'd you do? How'd you enjoy it? How things go for you this past week? Man, I was in that tube like always on Saturday, just looking and scouting and looking and scouting and. You know how we do. You know, you got your get four games, five games going at the same time. Your TV, your pad, your phone, and have a you know which way you can you can you can get it. You you getting it? 
So uh, I was laid up, you know, enjoying it. And uh, I was actually winning too on the CFF side. So that was, it was a win-win for me. That's wonderful, man. That's wonderful. Yes. Yes. You're always, the, the, the evolve never stops. The scouting of what we call recruiting. Right. On the CFF side. Basically just evolve and scouting. We call it recruiting. It never stops. Never stops. Because you win the league. I know most of you know this, but just in case you didn't, let me inform you real quick. Most leagues are won on the waiver wire. Right. It's not won during the draft. Of course, you can get some absolute dimes in later parts of the draft, some steals. Right. But generally, for the most part, leagues are won on the waiver wire. So the Evolve never stops. You're always recruiting, as we say, recruiting week in and week out, scouting that waiver wire, scouting that talent, who's yeah. next man up, who's out, conference play is about to start, mm-hmm. will the waiver wire thin up or will it beef up? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen with conference play? Guys are hurt. Um, some, I mean, some guys are just not what we thought they were. Right. Got to scour that waiver wire. I mean, we've got a full plate tonight to get to. Got a lot to talk about. We had one of the best college football weekends we've had um, in a while. A lot of games to get to, Owens. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. Let's jump right into some week four review. Right off the bat, Owens, (laughs) Florida State and Clemson. Florida State and Clemson. I thought, before we get deeply into this, Clemson, I thought they had this game in hand. Me too. That defensive touchdown, um, kudos to Florida State for making that thing happen. Right. They sent that blitz, the, uh, I want to say safety, maybe corner, gets the fumble, ends up picking it up. Mm-hmm. And and running it back, and this was at Clemson, right? And Clemson has been the big dog in this conference. Owens, maybe we see the the changing of the guard. Yeah, maybe because I'm... I think I think I think we may see that in a few conferences, right? Because Alabama doesn't look dominant, right? Georgia doesn't look dominant, right? And then you look at the a- the ACC, Clemson has already taken two L's. Mm-hmm. Florida State looks to be the team to beat. Right. I don't think things change in the Big 12. No. You know what I mean? You got the same think- two dominant teams. And then that's- well, I know, but OU has dominated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with the exception of last year. <laughs> right. But I don't think that change changes. I don't know that the men look. The Pac-12, man, it's wide open. They've got four teams in the top ten, I want to say. I don't think USC is going to win. They don't play enough defense. No, Utah is tough, man. Utah, Washington. Washington, yeah. Oregon looking good. But Florida State, Clemson, what you think about this game? This was one of the games of the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, they, they end up going in the overtime. Florida State ended up winning it in overtime. But like I said, like you said earlier, man, I thought Clemson had this game won. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, was was had a had a nice size lead in the first half, but like I said, Florida State fought back. Um, but like I said, no points were scored. It was all defense in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was just like, I mean, you're talking about a dog fight. You know, like yeah, it was ooh, back and forth. I mean, yeah. goes up ten nothing, but after that, yeah, it was just nip and tuck. We ain't, but we ain't backing down, and like we ain't backing down either. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. man, I love, I love the dog fights like this in, in in college, man. I love it. Yeah, I love it. This was one of them games, man. Like, like anybody could have won, man. But like you said, cool. I, I thought, I said to myself, I was like, Florida State just to go down. Mm. I'm like, Clemson looked like they got this game in hand, and then next thing you know, the dog fight starts and. Florida State pulls it out, man. But like I said, it was, it was one of them. It was one of them, one of the best games of the weekend of the last of the weekend. Very good game. Lived up to the hype. Um, Trey Benson's got to do better than what he's doing. Man. Keon Coleman finally decides to show up. <laughs> 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 and that's that. Really good game. Really, really good game. Let's head on over to South Bend, Ohio State, Notre Dame. This game here, man, listen, <laughs> Notre Dame, I understand this is not on Marcus Freeman. Right. But those position coaches and even the players, you got to know how many people you got on the field, especially yep. in that moment at the end of the game. You yep. can't be out there trying to stop somebody with 10 people out there. Right. Come That's- on now. Another good game, a defensive game, nip and tuck type of game. I thought Cal McCord looked poised down the stretch. He did. He did. Um, Travion had some nice runs. Marvin Harrison didn't really get loose. I think Notre Dame had a lot to do with that. Estime did it. Uh, he did about what I expected him to do. Mm-hmm. I thought Sam Hartman would have played better. What you think? I did too. I thought he would play better too. He he struggled. He he struggled in this game. Um, McCord actually looked like the better quarterback in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sitting here watching it. I saw the, the Henderson run, um, but the the McCord throw to uh, Adunze. Not Adunze. That's Washington. Was it? Was it not Adunze? Ebuka. Uh, Ebuka. Mm-hmm. On the one yard line. Yeah, man. I was like, Boy, what was gutsy? What a throw! Because he was people all around him. Mm-hmm. But what a throw! What a catch! And and um, it was like, okay, first and goal, and you go pass. You only had a few seconds left, and then to bring Big Boy Tatum in there. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, train him, train him, train him. Mm-hmm. Here he come, big boy, and you decide to run it. What was like three seconds on the clock? Mm-hmm. I seen it though, cause I seen it, cause Notre Dame's defense was lined up. All everybody was on the left side. Well, they had ten I, people out there. Yeah, yeah, and then everybody was on the wrong side. He piled up on one side. I said, oh, yeah, he just touchdown. Yeah, Sam Harmon had a good game statistically as far as his percentages are concerned. Um, 25 attempts, but only getting 175 yards off of those attempts. 17 mm-hmm. completions, that's really, really good. Just not able to push the ball down the field. 
most of that goes to the tight end, Mitchell Evans, who comes out of nowhere but had a wonderful game, just not enough to get past the Buckeyes. But this was a heck of a game, man. But you know what was not a heck of a game? <laughs> As we go on to Alton Stadium <laughs> in uh, Eugene, Oregon. Ooh. Owen, let me ask you a question. Ooh. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, you can ask me a question. Do you believe? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, I think everybody, I think everybody was asleep when they said they believe they woke up this past weekend. Listen, I believe this offensive line stink. Yeah, that's I that's that. given. And their defense stink too. When I mean, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just, <laughs> you. Can, that's a bad combination to have your know, offensive line stink and your defense stink. Man, Shador was sacked seven times, Owens. He couldn't – You, I mean, two steps and somebody was right there on him. Oh, gosh. Or he couldn't do nothing. 33 attempts, only squeezing one, one, 159 passing yards out of it. Excellent completion percentage, almost 70%. One touchdown, no picks, sacked seven times. No time to to survey the field, to make any type of explosive plays. None of that. Xavier Weaver, decent game, nine catches, 75 yards. But Oregon, man, just did what they wanted to do. Troy Franklin, eight catches, 126-2. Owens, dude. Yep. 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 Bo Nix. Look at Bo Nix. Man, he he went he went a while before his first incompletion, I believe. He did. Yes, he did. Yeah, it was like he just people just running wide open. I mean, that defense is terrible, man. Listen, this coming week we'll get into it. You know, it's gonna be more of a shootout than than people thought this game was. But anyway, we'll get. To it mm-hmm. later. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, this was um this this game was um uh, uh, bringing things back down to reality type of game. Yes, you know the 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 hype train, and we love Dion. We love prime time, right? And uh, I think they'll be fine as soon as they get somebody that can block. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They get somebody that can that can tackle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um cover somebody. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be fine. But until then, I think. When they run up against teams like this in Utah, um, maybe UCLA also, you're gonna see this. You're gonna you're gonna see this. I think you'll see more of a shootout next week. But there's other teams that actually play defense, right? That can move the ball, mm-hmm. and I think you're gonna get more of this when when they play those teams. Yep. Um, Ole Miss, Alabama, Nick Saban. Uh, the GOAT, mm-hmm. the greatest coach of all time, no doubt. Right. I thought Lane Kiffin would have cooked up a much better game plan, Owens, than what we saw out there on Saturday. Um, yeah. I understand Nick Saban is the GOAT, but this <laughs> Alabama team is, I mean, it's, it's almost like you've seen everything you need to see to let you know that they don't have the bite that they used to have. They do not. Nope. Help me out, Owens. They do not. They got a quarterback that, like I said last week, every time he dropped back to throw it, 
you hold your breath because mm. you don't know where that ball is going. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if it's going to your to, to Alabama receiver or to the other team. You have no idea. So, I mean, you put a spy on him to keep him from running. I let him throw it because he gonna he gonna eventually throw it to us. You know what I'm saying? That's what did. they tried to do. He did one time, but he had 16 carries for 28 yards. You can't do get no better than that. Okay, yeah, that's that's yeah. But but offensively, old Miss game plan was off. Mm. It was off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, Judkins with only 13 carries for 56 yards. Well, I mean, like. I think I think he's he's fighting through injury. Okay, they, they said that the last game he wasn't supposed to play yeah. the game before Alabama, and they kind of let him get in there and do a little bit. So he's fighting through injury, but that ain't got nothing to do with Jordan Watkins. <laughs> you got to give me more than this, Jordan. One for the if we, if, we, if, we, if, if we give you nine catches, and all you can come out of it. It is it's with 57 yards, man. Come on now. We gave you nine balls. Nine of them. And you can get 57 yards out of it. We got to do better. Yeah, this was this was terrible. It, 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 was, it was as if Alabama said, we're going to keep everybody in front of us and, mm-hmm. and that's it. Make sure we make the tackle. And that's what happened. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. barely no yak. Nope. No ten sir. points. Come out of there with ten points. Ten. But <laughs> I, you know, it is what it is. That's what happened. Um, that's why he's the goat, man. Right. That's that's why he's the goat. Um, UCLA, Utah. Another good game. Another defensive. Uh, type of game, old school slobber knocker type of game. Offense right. is not doing a whole lot in this game. Um, but the defense did show up. Both defenses. Both of ones. I was shocked by UCLA's defense. Right. Um, coming to play like they did, keeping the game close. Mm-hmm. Not sure what this game looks like. You know, um, Kyle Winningham, uh, head coach for the Utah Utes, he reminds me the way he does things. He reminds me of Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Spurs, Popovich, yes. he'll somehow will throw a B team out there. Take all the starters out, throw a B team out there, and beat the Dickens out of you. <laughs> he keep them boys ready. Everybody stay ready. I mean, just, just throw a bunch of dudes out there that you've never even you heard of. never heard of. Thank your butt. They execute you to death and just wear you out. Yes. Carol Winningham reminds me of that. It's almost like they're saying we don't even need Cam Rising. Right. We don't even need uh, uh, dominant offensive performances. Nope. We can just beat you with these dudes. (laughs) (laughs) 
and they yeah. do it. <laughs> and they do it. Help me, Owens. Come on, man. You know, this game was won on the first play of the game. Pick six. Pick six. Mm. That's what that that play right there. One play beat UCLA. Otherwise, it's it's tied up. Yeah. Who wins in, who wins in overtime? Because this this was a defensive battle. You have no idea. Because both of them couldn't move the ball. So it's like, I mean, it's like, you know, but that the, the game was won off that the very first play of the game. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Dante Moore, I think he got a good feel for big time college football in this game. Who did he? Whew. He took some lumps, sacked seven times. Mm-hmm. Completion percentage was piss poor. Mm-hmm. 15 for 35. The freshman felt what it, he he felt what it feels like to be a freshman playing big time college football because Utah's defense put a number on him. Yes, they did. I'm sure he learned a lot in this game. I hope the kid bounce he'll 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 bounce back. I'm pretty sure he will. But man, uh, there was a lot to be learned today. <laughs> Take your lump, pick yourself man. back up, man, and move on, man. A lot to be learned, and Utah did not mind doing the teaching. <laughs> they, did. <laughs> they did not mind doing the teaching. Because UCLA didn't score until the fourth quarter. Right. Until three minutes and some change left in the fourth quarter. So you thinking you three and three three and three quarters of the game, you ain't got nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> and they over there with 14 points. And you're thinking, man, come on, let's just all they got is for it's not like they had 28. Yeah, but one of them one of them touchdowns was yours that you threw to the <laughs> That you threw to them. You gave them seven. You gave them seven. <laughs> First player, you handed it to him, spotted him. Handed it to him. And it, it just seemed like it's just so hard. I just can't. It's right there. Yeah. And there's nothing he can do. It has to be frustrating. It has to be frustrating. Wonderful Definitely. week of college football. We got to throw the Sooners in there, man. I know it's not a yeah. old show sheet. Yeah. What you think about the Sooners, bro? They defense, man. I was I was happy with it. Let me put it like that. Um mm-hmm. Watching them boys fly, man. Listen, watching them boys fly all around the field, man. They was knocking balls down and defending and making tackles, bro. Like it, it wasn't very many missed tackles. Oh yeah, and that's what we were used to seeing and make us scream at the TV and all that kind of stuff. All these missed tackles and. You know, missed assignments and guys wide open, but everybody was covered this past weekend, mm-hmm. and they was making tackles and 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 they was getting pressure on the quarterback and they was making them, you know, we had some coverage, you know, sacks and you know different stuff that we not used to seeing. I love. I was like, okay, we ready. We ready. Studsman, beast man, man, playing playing like an all American. That dude is a beast. Yeah, he's he's reading well. He's reading fast and he's reading well. Yes, he is. And he's and he's getting to the right spot. And he's having productive tackles. Yes. Product what do you mean? Aren't all tackles productive? Not necessarily. Right. Because you can have 
15 tackles, but if 11 of them, you letting them drive you for two extra yards. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You just happen to get there, and then when you get there, you don't take him down. You let him get a little bit more. No, he's having productive tackles. He's got TFLs. The guys are going down when he get there. Right. He's getting them in the backfield. He's getting them for a loss. He's getting them at the line of scrimmage. So he has productive tackles. So it's not just a lot of trash tackles. You know, to, 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 to pad stats. No, these are productive tackles. I remember tackles when he... You want your active, athletic, all-American-looking linebacker to have. Go ahead. I remember when he met Kiner in the hole. He went down. Was, whew, right there. He went down right there. Owens, this is the type of game that under the previous regime, they would lose. They would lose. Yep. Maybe even last year, first year under BV, they would lose. Yep. Yep. In a tight ball game against a team that's got some good players, man. They've got some NFL talent on the defensive line. Yes, they Dante do. Dante Corleone, number two, is legit, real deal, first-round mm-hmm. pick. Yes, he is. They've got some players. That yep. stadium was – I heard it was so loud mm-hmm. because of the way it's built, the way it's structured. Right. They would lose under the previous regime. This is one of those games because we know every year they go 10-2, and 11-1. They drop one. They've got no business dropping. This would have been that one. Yep. And maybe even last year under BV, first first year. Yep. Maybe they missed that one last year also. Different ball game this year, man. They look different. Missed some points. I mean, they left points on the field, DG. Yes. Man, you got to start hitting them open dudes. You got to start oh, leading guys. You got to stop underthrowing balls and getting the wide receiver interfered with. You know what over, I mean? Overthrowing wide open receivers. Oh, my gosh. He left about 21 points out there. On he the left field. A, yeah, he left a lot on the field. Yes, he did. That score should have been about 42-6 or something like that. It's crazy. 41-6. Yeah, he got to get better at hitting. Some of them, like, I don't know why he try to float the ball. Some of them you could just throw right to them. Yeah, it'd be moon balls. Yeah. <laughs> moon balls. Moon balls. He's gonna drop it to him from the moon. Come on, yeah, he's trying to touch, he trying to touch the moon with the ball. Throw it straight to him, and ain't that wide open, man? You ain't got to put that much air on the ball. Yeah, yeah. They look good though. They look good. They get a defense this week. Um, Iowa State, pretty good defense. Had they had an offensive explosion this past week against Oklahoma right. State. I don't yeah. know how to judge that though, because Oklahoma State is so bad. They so terrible. I don't know how to judge that offense, though, but I'm sure BV and them will be ready. Owens, let's get into some week four studs and duds. Of course, we're going to bring back old school studs and duds. We know that's a throwback, mm-hmm. but it's okay. We can still use it. It's still good. Oldie but goodie. Owens, week four studs and duds, baby. What you got for studs? I gotta go with Jawar Jordan from Louisville. My man versus Boston College had 18 carries, 134 yards, and two touchdowns. Also had one catch for 75 yards and a touchdown. And then had 40 yards kickoff return crazy so 
in, in, in our league, that adds up to 42 fantasy points. Yeah, man. Stud. My stud of the week, Jawah Jordan. Who you got? Oh, that hurts. Boy, that hurts so bad. That hurts <laughs> so bad. Man, I'm going with Bryce Kurtz. Say who? Bryce Kurtz. <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> Even more uh, eye-popping and mind-boggling. He's a wide receiver for Northwestern. So, man, I ain't think Northwestern had wide receivers. <laughs> I thought they ran a triple option or something. I didn't think they threw the ball. Not only did they throw the ball, they threw it on Minnesota, who's supposed to be a formidable foe, a nice, stout, stingy, stiff defense. I guess they weren't Saturday, or they forgot that they were Saturday. They lose to Northwestern, 37-34. This guy was the key contributor. This kid on number 17 showed his butt. Mm. Six foot, 190 pounds, 10 catches, 215 yards, mm. two touchdowns against this Minnesota defense. Bryce mm. Kurtz, wide receiver for Northwestern. Yeah, you heard me right. You mm. heard me clearly. Wide receiver for Northwestern. Owens, flip mm. side of that coin. Somebody was a bust this week. A straight up dud. <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> Man, I got to roll with Trey Benson from Ooh. Florida State. Okay. I don't know what's going on with with them. Coming into the season, everybody, Benson is supposed to be this. Benson's top five running back. Okay, yeah, all right. But. I don't know if he's dealing with an injury. Or I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but he is not getting the carries that you thought he would get coming into the season. I thought he would be twenty plus carry a game running back, but looks it, it just is just not happening right now. Mm. I don't know what it is. He had seven carries for twenty five yards against Clemson this past weekend. <laughs> three three receptions for twenty nine yards. What what can you do with that besides lose? Yeah, lose. That, that's terrible. Yeah, lose. That's terrible. Yeah, that's te- that yeah. is that is te- seven carries with twenty five yards. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. So Good. I'm, I, you know, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll mention him again later on, but <laughs> but right now that's my bust of the week. Man, Who I got to go with Samson Evans. This guy lit it up last year, 1,000-yard back, over 200 carries last year. Comes into this year, you're thinking he's about to pick up where he left off. He's got 38 carries for 220 and a tutty on the, on the year through four games, but it has been downhill since game one. <laughs> 16 carries in game one, 11 carries in game two, eight carries in game three, Three carries this past week for six yards. He has one touchdown on the year, and that was in game one. Three carries for six yards against Jackson State. Samson Evans, straight up 
dud, straight up bust this week. The bust is That's thing. terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. We can't have that. We don't want any of that stuff, Owens, especially in CFF. I hope no one started him this week, but I know in some leagues you probably did. Some some probably made the mistake in thinking, okay, he's looked like he's about to get off the schneid against UMass, eight carries, hundred. I mean, eight carries, eighty nine yards. All right, here he comes. And then Jackson State, three carries, six yards. Get you B points. Get you yes. dropped points <laughs> get you dropped owens let's preview week five sir mm-hmm. what you thinking i want to see i want to see utah at oregon state mm. okay. Utah, can 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 oregon state put up points against this utah defense that's the, that's the question. Hmm. And then on the flip side, with I know Damian Martinez won't. <laughs> he don't put up points against anybody. <laughs> uh, 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 Johnson, you can can Johnson score some points on Oregon State? Mm. <laughs> Man, I don't know, Greg Popovich. College football, Greg Popovich gonna come up with something. He don't need a lot of points. If we could just score fourteen points, we are gonna win the game. What you saying? Hey, they might, because <laughs> I don't know. They might be able to do something because they just got cooked. Oregon State just got cooked by Cam Ward. Whew, man, he. I know DJ. You is not Cam Ward, and this is not the same system. Right, but man, they look like I thought that Oregon State would put up a better fight defensively than what they did against Washington State. That was not the case, man. Shootout, man, it was a shootout. Man, they they ran up and down the field on this Oregon State defense. Cam Ward looked like a world beater, man. Yes, he did. He was hitting Kelly and uh, the other guy. I mean, just just having his way, having his way. Yep, he was. Ridiculous. I mean, just plum ridiculous. I got Utah in this game, though. Uh, but but I, I just, I'm just I just want to see how many points is going to be put up in this game. That's what I want. That's what I want to see. Is it going to be a little ten to nine or fourteen to seven type game like it was last week, or is it going to be a little bit higher scoring than 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 last week? We'll see. Where would you set the over and under? Um, 24. I'm going under. <laughs> I'm going under 24. I don't think I, I would say under 24. 24 points. Nope. This is going to be uh, 13 to 10. <laughs> Unless Oregon State just does what they did last week and just let. Utah run all up and down the field on them. I don't see that happening because this is a different style of offense. Right. Utah is not that wide open, which you know, which 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 you, uh, everything's wide open. Right. They dial things back and they do things to you in a different way, different way. Yeah. But yeah, listen, USC Colorado. So I'm gonna stay in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. USC Colorado. 
This game is early. It is, ain't it? Yes. This game is very early. Shoot out. Oh, yeah. So this is in Boulder. Um, The Buffs are back at home. I think Caleb Williams is going to be able to name the score. <laughs> you ain't lying. I think he's going to be able to name how many yards he's going to throw for <laughs> and how many touchdowns. See, I think he's going to – they're going to draw. They're going to have a drawing. They, yeah, yeah. Should I throw for? They're going to draw straws. <laughs> they're going to say six. He's going to be like, I got you. It's six. Got I'm going to run for another two. <laughs> six <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm going to run for another two. <laughs> The over-under in this game is 73 and a half, so they're thinking I mean, they got USC by three touchdowns. Dude, man, that might be. I might take the over on that. Yes. I'm taking the over, 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 yeah. Yes, because USC just had trouble with Arizona State who couldn't move the ball on Fresno State. Mm-hmm. And USC just had trouble with them. Mm-hmm. So, so Dory going, he going, he going to get, he going to get some, he going to get more than some, he going to get a lot. Oh yeah. It's going to be a shootout. With that faulty offensive line. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shootout in Boulder. Owens, what you got, man? <laughs> Kansas and Texas, man. You got Uh-oh. two, you got two undefeated big 12 teams, man, getting mm-hmm. ready to face off. Somebody got to lose. Somebody got to lose. <laughs> Kansas, man, just just beat BYU this past weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and, all the and, new Big Twelve teams lost, by the way, all of them. Yeah, all nice the new ones. Yeah, all the new ones. Nice, nice little welcome. Right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice little welcome. Nice little welcome. <laughs> uh. But yeah, Texas and Kansas. Mm-hmm. This it's is in Austin, by in the way. It's in Austin. Yes, it is in Austin. Um, who do you got? Who you got in this game? Man, I think if it was in Lawrence, I would pick Kansas. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I think the referees are going to make this an issue, like <sighs> they did against Cincinnati. We didn't bring this up, but the referees are an issue. They are an issue. Yes. Yes. They, I mean, every game fans want to complain about the refs against their team. You can watch the OU Cincinnati game and say, and me having an NBA freaking uh, Toledo fan and watch that game coming away thinking, dude, they missed some blatant calls. Yep. Just ignore them. Pass ignore them. Yep. The one you, the one you put in the chat about, about he pushed Fruit down in the end zone. He yes, right in front of the referee, just pushed him. And, he, and just no flag, no anything. Yeah. So issue. Mm-hmm. Issue. Big issue. But I think I think I think the referees may be an issue in this game. I think Big Twelve Commissioner Brett Yormark has uh, put the word out to his henchmen, the zebras, the stripes, mm-hmm. that uh, they're going to make it hard on us this year, Owens. 
I think they're going to make it hard on us this year. I got a question, though. Could this be a trap game for Texas? Seeing Absolutely. that OU is next week. Absolutely. And seeing the way OU is playing. And mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I think Texas barely pulls this one out, but I think Kansas is going to give them the scare of their lives. But Kansas beat them, was it last year or year before? A couple times in the past five years, I believe. Yes, yes. More than once. Yes. I want to say. Yeah. Mm. You, you 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 sound like you won't take Kansas. I'm gonna go out on a limb, man. I am. Oh shoot. I'm gonna I'm I'm go out on a limb. And I'm gonna say Texas is looking ahead. And get caught. And get caught. Looking ahead. At home. Ooh, wee. Because they had they've been having a slow start here lately. Yeah, since since that Alabama game, they, they start slow. I don't think played they around, can, yeah played around with Wyoming two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I don't think they can afford to slow to start slow in this game. They handled Baylor pretty easily last week, though. Yeah, Baylor stink. Baylor lost to Texas State. Uh, yeah, you know. that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it wasn't even no close game. Yeah, they got yeah, they got thumped. That's a toasty one, man. I, I listen. Your explanations are are wonderful. <laughs> I mean, this is a. I mean, they got this game right there. Yeah. You know how Texas is when they get all that hype. They're number three in the country, man. They got OU next week. Yeah. Oh man, Lance Leopold can coach his butt off. Trap game. Oh, I would not be shocked. I'll say that. Yeah. I would not be shocked at all. <laughs> LSU Ole Miss Owens. I like this one. I mean, LSU's got it going. They're rolling right now. They just beat the brakes off of Mississippi State. Um, They look really good right now. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss does not. Is this one of those games where LSU comes in here taking them lightly because of the way they just looked about a, not about, but against uh, uh, not up to snuff as far as their standard Alabama team. Mm. I think there is potential for that because this is in Oxford. Mm-hmm. Um, Ole Miss Lane Kiffin is still there. <clears throat> he can still dial up some stuff. Last time I checked, LSU, they're not world beaters on defense now. They looked good last week, no mm-hmm. doubt, against Mississippi State. They did. Mm-hmm. Well, they played Arkansas, too, and that was a shootout. <laughs> K.J. Jefferson did his thing. Mm-hmm. In that game, that was a shootout. I think there's the potential this week that they get caught. Unless you get caught, yeah. I got old missing this one, man. You know, missing that one. Uh, you can give up 31 or something what they to KJ Jefferson. I think you can give up 30 plus to Jackson Dart. 
Yeah. At the same time, Oh Miss is facing Jaden Daniels and not Milro. Okay. <laughs> Milro stink. <laughs> oh wow! You gotta put it out there, man. You just think Jaden Daniels can play some ball? He's decent, yes. So, uh, it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking Ole Miss. You're taking Ole Miss? Taking Ole Miss. I got LSU. He got LSU. It's, it's because I'm going to give you the reason is if Judkins was 100% healthy, mm-hmm. it, it it would be reversed. Gotcha. I would have to say Ole Miss. But I think him being hurt makes them one-dimensional. So to speak, because they, nobody else is stepping up. So I think that hurts them. I think LSU might take advantage of that. That's the only reason why I say LSU. Gotcha. Well, I understand that. They did give up a little bit on the ground last week. But um, on to the next. Notre Dame versus Duke, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think Notre Dame bounces back? Duke's undefeated. Nice team. Could be very underrated. Right. Could be scheduled. We're going to find out this week. Does Notre Dame bounce back? What do you think? Or think? What do you think? Uh, Duke has been Duke has been playing some good defense. You know, held Clemson to seven. Um Northwestern to 14 and UConn to seven. They got they got Notre Dame. Oh man, this game is gonna be I think it's gonna be closer than what people think. Because Hartman is I don't know, man. Like what to think about him. Like he's he's he 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 has been a good quarterback. Last week, he just couldn't get it together, um, and to and to come back to face. Well, he couldn't push the ball down the field. Yeah, I mean, he hit Mitchell Evans, the tight end, on the little yes, you know, the underneath routes. They were giving him that, and he was hitting that all night. It just wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. But, I mean, do you think Duke can look at that film and say, we could do the same thing? No. No. <laughs> no. He said no. I don't. No. You, so, think, you think you think Notre Dame run away with this one? I think Notre Dame knocks Duke off. You think they run away with it or it's going to be close? I don't know if they run away with it, but I think they knock, they, 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 they knock Duke off. I, Duke's strength is running the football. Mm-hmm. I think Notre Dame can control that. Hmm. Now, this is in Durham. Right. But I think Notre Dame can control that. I agree with that. Yeah. So, there's hmm. that's that. All righty, then. Let's get into some 
some more of our CFF content of the show. Week five starts and sit, start and sit for the week. Week five, we've got a quarterback, we've got a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end. But we want to start not so obvious starts. Sit anybody you want, but I'm not going to come on here and say, start Rasheen Ali. Not going to happen. <laughs> we already know that. If you didn't start him last week, then you probably don't know what you're doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> Virginia Tech's defense, run defense, is trash. But, Owens, you got to start us off with a quarterback, man. Who you starting? Starting Fresno State's quarterback, Mikey King. You know, the, the, the thing is, is he's only 28% rostered. So he's probably out there on somebody's waiver wire, but he's been he's been playing pretty good ball, man. He's he, he just went uh, 20, 24 for thirty one for three twenty five and four this past weekend, and he's got Nevada, which is ranked one hundred and eighteenth against the pass. So, uh, Mikey Keene. 20, what did I say? 20. Where is it at again? You are. (laughs) Man, I'm looking for this thing again. He's looking, y'all. He's looking for the thing again. Looking for it again. He is 28% rostered. 28%. But I think he will give you at least 40 fantasy points this week. I do against against Nevada. So I'm that's starting. About, that's about 25 or 30 in standard leagues. Is that? Okay. PPR? No, not PPR. He's a quarterback. PPR is point per reception. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the points are different. It's, it's four-point touchdowns, most of them, which I do not understand. We're not going to get into that because I'm not going to blow a gasket. Ooh, that's terrible. And it's also 25, uh, one point per 25 yards. No. <laughs> I know. I know. No. Not going to get into that either. No. So the points are a little bit, um, uh, a little bit less. No. Man, I'm starting Preston Stone, man. Preston Stone against University of North Carolina, Charlotte. They stink. And Preston Stone needs to, he needs a bounce back game because TCU manhandled him. Mm. He did not look good. This was his worst game statistically of the year, even worse than the OU game. Statistically. Um, 45% completion percentage, two picks, no touchdowns. Um, of course, this was at TCU. But this was not a good outing for him. Horrible game for him. I think he has a one of those games where they kind of get, okay, now this is who we want to be. This is the team that's, that's making the transition from G5 to P5 next year. This is the team that we want all the the uh, ACC uh, fans and affiliates to see. 
that this is the team that's coming and joining your league next year. I think they try to do that this week against Charlotte. And I'm starting Preston Stone at quarterback. Who you starting at running back? I got to go with your boy, Jalen Buckley. My boy. Western Michigan. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't like it, but I got to pick him because this guy is a beast. He's been getting the rock handed to him. Got it handed to him 29 times last week for 190 yards and two touchdowns against a really decent Toledo defense. Mm-hmm. And this upcoming week, he has a pretty open ball state defense and i believe if he could do that against toledo he definitely can do that against ball state so i'm going to start jalen buckley versus ball state this week and i believe he is only 42 percent rostered lovely Lovely. Listen, I'm going with your guy, K-Ron Lynch Adams. K-Ron Adams, man. Yeah. Running back for UMass. This kid has 26 carries in each of the last two games. He had 100 yards against Auburn in the second game this year. UMass has a system where they like feeding their running back one. Last game, 26 carries, 97 yards on a touchdown. Game before that, 26 carries, 129 on a touchdown. Doesn't catch a lot. Actually, he did against Miami of Ohio. Four catches, 32 yards. Has seven catches on the year. But against Arkansas State, who is horrid against the run. I mean, horrible. Kayron Lynch-Adams should have a field day against uh, Red Wolves defense. So I've got Preston Stone at quarterback. And now I've got Kayron Lynch-Adams at running back. Owens, give me your wide receiver, please, sir. I'm going to stick with that same game. I'm going with the wide receiver from UMass, Anthony Simpson. Okay. Versus okay. Arkansas State. Simpson coming off of a pretty pretty decent game. Eight targets for five receptions for 104 yards and a touchdown. He also had three carries for 30 yards. They From time to time, um, they line him up back there and give him, hand him the ball. So he's, he's uh, got... A touchdown a rushing touchdown on the season um so they like to get him the ball quite a bit but arkansas state stink 121st against the pass they just stink all the way around against the run against the pass they just they're terrible <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i'm starting anthony simpson that's good that's good listen only on the ankle biters podcast where you'll hear people starting UMass players. Mm-hmm. Not just a running back. You got a running back and a wide receiver. You can't beat that. You can't get that from anywhere else. <laughs> My wide receiver, man, I'm going with Colin Lacey. Colin Lacey, wide receiver for South Alabama. Ever since Devin Voison has went down, this guy has turned it up. He lit up Oklahoma State, five catches, 104 and two. Lit up Central Michigan, six catches, 132 and two. I think General James Madison is next to get lit up. Um, <laughs> James Madison had a pretty good defense last year, had a pretty good defense this year. 
I don't know what happened last game. They just fell apart against Utah State. They let old Hillstead from Utah State just come in and just, I mean, throw all over them. And this dude is not even big. He's a little dude. And just had his way with Terrell Vaughn and some <laughs> other guys and gave up all kind of passing yards. Yep. I think they continue to do it here. I think Utah State put something on tape. And Carter Bradley and those guys are like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I see. This vaunted James Madison Dukes defense <laughs> is a mirage. <laughs> Listen, I like Cullen Lacey this week against James Madison's pass defense that is horrible. Yes. Horrible. Yes. Owens, you got a tight end. I know you don't like him, but give me a tight end. You know what, man? This guy right here seems to be consistent i'm going with isaac rex from byu against cincinnati you know let, 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 let me read you some of his numbers a couple of games ago eight eight targets four receptions for 112 yards and a touchdown mm -hmm. awesome for a tight end game after that eight targets four catches 57 yards last week 12 targets, seven receptions for 76 yards. That's a tight end. Mm. That's awesome. 12 targets. Mm -hmm. I think they're gonna, I think, I think they're gonna need him this this week against Cincinnati. And uh, I think they're gonna look for him and they're gonna look for him often. So I'm starting Isaac Rex versus Cincinnati. Look for him and look for him often. I like that one. I really do. I like that one a lot. I'm going to go with Casey Conley tied in for the Thundering Herd. Marshall getting um, Old Dominion this week. Old Dominion, it looks like they have a good pass defense. It's just who they play. Mm -hmm. They don't scare me one bit. Mm -hmm. I think Kay Conley is getting involved in the offense a little bit more. I think this this chemistry between he and newly inserted, as far as not newly inserted, but I guess you know, he's decent. Cam Fatch, Fancher, Cam Fancher, yes. I think they're starting to hook up a little bit. I think the competition, the competition, starts to loosen. They've been in in um, a non-conference play. These past couple of weeks, Va Tech, I know it's Virginia Tech, and they beat Virginia Tech. They beat Virginia Tech, Owens. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but stiffer competition. Uh, yeah, five catches, 35 yards. I know you're thinking, what in the world is that? <laughs> Why would I start him with that? Listen, you don't have a whole lot of options that are not already obvious, such as, Brock Bowers and Dallin Hoker. Right. Is probably it. Cause the guy from Ball State, he can kiss my butt this week. Coisel. <laughs> what he pulled, this mess he pulled this past week. So Cade Connolly, guys. Owens, who are you sitting? Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Who are you sitting? Uh, you know, I do this from time to time. You know, players that not necessarily gonna stink it up, but not necessarily gonna light it up. Just got a better option. So this quarterback I'm sitting this week, Sam Hartman, man. I just 
against Duke. Um, I don't think he's gonna light Duke up. He may have a decent game. I just don't think he's gonna light them up. I think you can find a better quarterback that's gonna give you more fantasy points than Sam Hartman this week versus Duke. So that that's my only reason why I would sit Sam Hartman this week. Wonderful, wonderful. Listen, the guy I'm sitting this week, he's been pretty good all year. Mm. He's been more than game managing. He's been putting up some good fantasy points. Jacob Zeno, quarterback for UAB, the Blazers, man. He just come off a game against Georgia where they let this joker throw it 51 times. Mm. 250 yards, two touchdowns on the pick. But how much of that came against players that did not care, just wanted to go home? <laughs> wanted to go party somewhere, to, uh, to campus parties. Uh, He's getting Tulane this week at Tulane. The Green Wave. Pretty stout defense, pretty stingy. I think they've got a point to prove. They don't want UAB coming in there to think anything about we can hang with these guys. I think Tulane's trying to make a statement that this is our comfort. Mm. And I think they start this week by shutting Jacob Zeno down. I'm sitting Jacob Zeno at quarterback. Come on, Owens. Mm. Well, this week uh, at running back, I'm going to sit Ramon Davis running back for Kentucky. He's playing Florida. According to this, Florida has the number one run defense in the league. Now, Davis has been putting up some decent fantasy numbers. That's just, as a matter of fact, some pretty good fantasy numbers. But he's played Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, and Vanderbilt. Now he has Florida. He has yet to go over 100. Well, he's he's gone over 100 yards against Ball State, but other than that, his highest rushing out, outing was 78 yards. Um, he has a couple of receiving touchdowns, but I'm sitting him against Florida this week. Wonderful. I'm going to go with Damian Martinez running back out of Oregon State versus Utah. It's not just that it's Utah, but it's he don't get in the end zone. He has one touchdown in four games. He's averaging over seven yards a carry, Owens, and he has one touchdown on the year. If it's not DJU vulturing touchdowns, it's Deshaun Fenwick this past game, who had three rushing touchdowns, I think. Two or three. Damian Martinez, for some reason, they don't want to let this guy in the end zone. And I think Utah agrees with that. They're not going to do it either. So, I've got Damian Martinez in two leagues. Mm. And he will be on the bench in two leagues. <laughs> I'm sitting Damian Martinez. Owens, come on. You know... This this wide receiver here, I picked him because I wanted to butcher his name. You wanted to? Yeah, I, I want to see if I can if I can 
pronounce it correctly. <laughs> uh, you want to be entertaining. Ain't <laughs> quite the showman. Teteaora. Tetea. Hold on. Let me let me let me let me let me, let me break that up. Hold on. Let me pause this music. We won't hear this. Look good and, and loud and clear. Come on. Tetearoa. Mm. McMillan. No, no, did I, no. Did I butcher it? Well, the McMillan part is right. <laughs> I knew I was good for it. That's what I'm talking about. Let me hear it one more time. That's what I'm talking about. Try it, try it, try it one more time. Tete Aroa. That ain't right. You keep trying. <laughs> you keep trying it like it's. <laughs> Let me go back to the refrigerator and see if something changed. <laughs> Tete Roar. Well, I don't know. And listen, him. McMillan. T Mac. <laughs> T McMillan. Tet McMillan. T Mac. Him versus Washington. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here. He, he <laughs> okay. How you say his name? Arizona. Wide receiver. How you say his name? That's what you're gonna say. Arizona wide receiver. Arizona wide receiver. T. McMillan. T. McMillan. You sitting him? I'm sitting him. All right. How you say his name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm good for. I know I'm good for butchering the name, but uh yeah. at least you tried you got the courage to face your fears uh, you know and to and to exercise your weaknesses yes in front, of the, in front of the world when everybody hear me butcher his name in so front can, of the america in front of the whole america the whole america <laughs> no doubt no doubt i am going to sit mr robert lewis Wide receiver mm-hmm. for Georgia State. He's playing Troy this week. If you don't pay attention to college football, fan tracks will get you beat. Because <laughs> they got these numbers and these and these colors and with these defenses. And if you don't pay attention to what's been going on, you'll think, "Ooh, Troy, one hundred and third. It's this is green." That means the defense is weak. They're going to shut him down. They're going to shut him down. Don't be fooled by Fantrax's system. Man, Troy, yeah, Troy can play some defense. Troy, listen, Owens asked me this past week in our home league, why did I sit Austin Reed against Troy? <laughs> he saw the game, then text me and said, I see why you said it. <laughs> <laughs> he said you was right about Reed. Yep. He didn't have a horrible game, but Troy is just not gonna let you run all over the field. Right. I don't think he's doing any of that in this game against Troy. Mm-hmm. I'm contemplating what I'm gonna do about Marcus Carroll. Mm. Really, I am. I'm contemplating on what I'm going to do about him. Because, I mean, they're going to feed him. 
And Troy knows this. Mm-hmm. It's just, do I want to take a chance anyway? Because the Troy defense is legit. Oh, it's right. It's legit. It's legit. But I'm sitting Robert Lewis, wide receiver, Georgia State versus Troy. I don't like the matchup at all. Don't be fooled by fan tracks and their colors and numbers and all of that stuff. Don't let that stuff fool you. Owens, who you sitting at tight end? I got another name I can butcher. Come on with the butchering. Uh, Notre Dame tight end. Holden. No. Mm-hmm. Come on with it. Hold. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with it. On Holden. With it. Holden. S. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holden S. Okay. Holden Stairs. Okay, I think it stays, but stays. Okay, we're gonna go with that. I know I can. I know I can tear it up a little bit. But anyway, Holden, Holden has 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 been not doing very well. You know, one catch here, five catches there, two catches there, and one catch there. I just, I you just gotta sit on down, buddy. He had one catch last week. Uh, two catches against Central Michigan. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Mm. Uh, Holden, you got to sit down versus Duke. I'm not with it. Sit on down, Holden. Okay, I'm going to put Ben Yurisek right next to him. <laughs> ben Yurisek tight end for Stanford. Um, Stanford's offense has been – I know you have some serious complaints about Smith Jr. E.J. Smith. Man, he's um, terrible. I don't know that he's terrible. I think it's the way they're using everybody. Yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah, too much sharing. Too much. But Benjamin Yurisek is just, yeah, one good game against Hawaii, had a decent game against USC, came back against Arizona last week and just was abysmal. I think he got more of that this week against Oregon. I don't like the way that they're, I mean, they just stink, period. Stanford stink. How do you get beat by Sacramento State? Yes, they do. They stink. Horrible. Horrible. Mm -hmm. And he didn't have any catches in that game. He played because they tried to run him. (laughs) They tried to run the football with him. Terrible. Terrible. So, Benjamin, you're a sec. If you're thinking this is a game where he's going to get off, he's not. So, find you somebody else. All right, Owens, the way you got it on the show sheet today, you got the stash and trash, the ads and the drops. Before I wish, we'll end it with I wish. So let's get into Owens. Start my music back up because I wanted to hear you butcher. Right, right. Some ads and some drops, some stash and some trash. Owens, who are you stashing? Give me somebody. Ishmael 
I'm going to die. His name. Running back. Hold on. Let me stop you. Ishmael who? <laughs> you might as well keep going. You rolling, man. You pick these names. I'm, you pick these names. I did it. I did it so I could tear them up. Come on, Ishmael who? Ishmael Mighty. There you go. Listen, the running back from Texas State. Coming off 21 carries, 216 yards, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a hot waiver wire pickup this week. Yes, he is. Because everybody going to see that. He hasn't been doing too bad as far as fantasy outing, fantasy point outing uh, the first four games. In our league, it looks like 21, 13, 17, and 37. That's beautiful. It's what you want. It's what you like. What you like. I don't know how it look in other leagues, standard leagues, but when you see that 21 carries, 216 yards, two touchdowns, that just catch your eye. So I think uh, he's going to be a hot waiver wire pickup this week. And what was you saying about him earlier, Farnsworth? About Marty? Yeah. I think I would probably skip him because I think the system that he's in doesn't lend me enough confidence to think that this would be done with any degree of consistency. Mm -hmm. That this 20 to 21 carries, I think you'll see more so of a eight to 13 carry week consistently. I think they run just to keep you honest. Mm -hmm. Their intention is not to um, run the ball down your throat. You say, well, they just did that against Nevada because it was working so well. Mm -hmm. That's not the DNA or the fabric of that system. Mm. I'm not going to do it. Mm. They're not. They are pass happy. Pass first, pass second. And they'll think about running it third. Right. But Owen said go pick him up. Go pick him up. Um, give me Jaden Thomas. Mm-hmm. Running back UNLV. Freshman. So if you're in a dynasty league, this dude is a must pick up. Definitely. Freshman. Yeah, man. A freshman in this go-go offense system, 13 carries against UTEP, four touchdowns. They get Hawaii this week. Mm-hmm. And that matchup looks great. Now, what you're wanting is for him to get a little bit more workload. I'm not sure, to be honest with you, how this go-go offense works. I'm not sure. I haven't mm-hmm. done a lot of research into it. But if he's going to be playing like this in this offense – this is a new coaching staff. I don't know. I don't see why they stopped doing what they're doing. So, hey, go pick him up. Owens, um, how about Jordan McLeod? Yes. Quarterback? Yes. Um, quarterback for JMU? Does he look like your guy Todson Tail? Does he, I mean, do they do those type of things with him last year? 
Um, how about I'm just throwing some names out there, man. Right. I know a lot of people dropped DJ Giddens because I did. Mm. Um, you got to go pick him up. You got to. You, I mean, you got to pick him up. The only thing you need to be concerned about um, is what does the workload look like when Trayshawn Ward comes back? Because right. they want a split back. They want a split split backfield. They want 30, it. Yes, they want it. Yeah, 30 carries this past game. No Trayshawn Ward. They get a bye week. It gives more time for Trayshawn Ward, Ward to get healthy. What does the workload look like when Ward comes back? That's the only thing I would be concerned about. Mm. But, you know, I would go pick the guy up. Let me give you some wide receivers. LaDietrich Griffin. They're doing all kind of stuff with this yes, kid. Yes, At Mississippi State. Right. Oh, I mean, you got Josh Kelly out right. there with Lincoln Victor gone. Does his workload, does his usage skyrocket? Mm-hmm. You've got some wonderful... Man, if they would give Jacoby... I mean, Jacob Cabote more touches because he's got wide receiver eligibility running back with wide receiver eligibility right so break a home run just about every week you got Sion right. chris on the same team nice mm-hmm. dual threat quarterback right plenty of options out there that you can get to um and Zion chris uh you like um dynasty he's a freshman kids a freshman and he is dynamic as all get out Right. And I think they're changing the look of their offense for him. Owens, um, you want to trash some people? I I I don't necessarily want to trash this guy, but I want to put him on ice though. Okay. I gotta it's ice this now. guy. Yeah, and, and ice him real good. He got about he got by another week or two, man, on this ice, and then it might turn to trash. Ice him down. Trey Benson, man. Everybody like, whoa, Trey Benson. Yeah, man. <laughs> what they do? Whoa, Trey Benson. <laughs> <laughs> man, listen, you can't win with nothing. Listen, I'm going to get that dude that gave me a four. Mm-hmm. He gave me two sevens. Yeah. And his best game of the season. It was 27 fantasy points. But this is what the numbers was. Nine carries mm-hmm. for 79 yards and three touchdowns. If you take them three touchdowns away, that's another seven. Ridiculous. That's pitiful. That's pitiful. Ridiculous. I can't you can't win with that. Nope. You can't. If you put up, you put up, you you give me a seven or a nine or something like that, two games and might be trash, bro. I'm just Man. saying, but you're on ice right now. Definitely on ice. Down on that beach, and you deep on that beach. I ain't, I ain't listen till you show me something. I ain't looking your way. Wow. Yep. Listen, I'm not gonna fight with it. Terrible. I'm not gonna fight with it at all. What is Fantrax doing with the roster percentage? They just take it off when they feel like it. It's gone. It was there a few minutes ago. It's gone now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, fan tracks. We it love just, y'all. Yeah, y'all got to do just, better than this. 
It was just there. I read somewhere on the show. On the show, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's gone. Now it's gone. All right, I'm going to take a stab at this. I guess this guy's owner percentage. Because it's ridiculous. When are we going to see the writing on the wall with Richard Reese? Richard Reese has got some of y'all mesmerized. Yep, this yep. dude is about 90% on. Yep. He had one good game against a sorry team. And that's because Richardson was hurt. Yep. He has done nothing all year. And you got all these people, 90% of the people playing fan tracks or playing CFF holding out hope. 90% holding out hope, holding on to dreams. Folks, that ship has sailed. Gone. Let Richard go. <laughs> <laughs> Let Richard go. <laughs> Turn Richard loose. Say it with me. Let Richard, Richard go. go. Let, Let Richard, Richard go. go. Let Richard go. <laughs> it's over. It's yeah. over with. Now you got to get rid of Richard. Bye-bye, Richard. He ain't coming back what you thought you were going to get this year as a build on last year. Not going to happen. Got to get out of here. Let Richard go. There it is. There it is. That should be the theme of this episode. Let Richard Let go. Richard go. <laughs> All right, we've got the fan favorite. Chance to blow off some steam. I've got some steam to blow off. I know um, you do. Yes, I do. I don't, I, don't I don't necessarily have I don't necessarily have steam. I just got a wish. Well, that's what it's about. It says I, I, I wish. I, I don't but I don't have no steam though. It's not I don't have no steam to get nothing to get off my chest. You know what oh. I mean? Well, just, that's the first you know, in a while. That's the first. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I done cook something up. I got a reason to be, have some things. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so let's jump into it. I wish, I really do wish that every week I could pick one player on my team, my CFF roster, that will give me at least 20 fantasy points or more. And I mean, anybody, I can look down on my roster and pick anybody. Just one player per week that I know he's going to give me at least 20 one more fantasy point. So that means I could just take, all right, I skip over my horses. I know what they're gonna give me. You know, they're gonna they gonna they're gonna give me something good, you know. Just pick one of them so-so players down there, pull them up, and you're gonna give me at least 20 this week. Now, and I know everybody, you know, that's listening, CFL fans out there, y'all like, yes, yes, that'd be lovely. Cause you know you at least got 20 or more fantasy points this is just guaranteed every week from whatever player you choose you ain't gotta worry about it plug them and play that's just great you just know you just 
guaranteed. Mm. When y'all just love, you just love that. Just pick mm. any, you can just go get somebody sorry after waiver wire and plug him in. Mm. You know he gonna give you twenty fantasy points. They already more. doing that with Richard. <laughs> you can get Richard, and Richard will give you twenty. <laughs> I don't want to let him go for nothing. That's what I'm saying. See, if you had this wish, you could put it on Richard. Say, Richard gonna give me at least twenty or more <laughs> every week, because I know since I love Richard so much, and I don't want to turn Richard loose. I could just put them twenty points on Richard. <laughs> well, Richard done done. <laughs> so that's my wish. I just wish I could just pick any player I want to pick, one per week. That's going to give me guaranteed twenty or more fantasy points. Guaranteed twenty or more. Boy, that'll be a whole lot uh, of good for right. a lot of people. I like that <laughs> wish. <laughs> But my wish, Owens, I wish I had more patience. Mm. My patience has gotten worse over the years. And it is a, it's one of those self-fulfilling detriments, if you will. If I could, if I could use that term, here's what I mean. The success of it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. When you drop a player and then they start what we call getting down. That means doing good. Mm-hmm. They start doing good. But then you, the player that you dropped them for or you were able to find somebody off the waivers that would kind of compensate for that loss, you do that too much, you start seeing success in doing that, mm-hmm. it catches up with you. Mm-hmm. And it caught up with me this year. And I am feeling it more so last week than I've ever felt it before. Owens, we've been doing this this year number 18. Right. And for the better part of, I don't know, 12, 15 years, we say this every year, you know, I should have waited on this guy, should have waited on this guy. I remember some guys, you know, some guys come to mind. Uh, Kenneth Dixon, I don't know if you remember him running back Louisiana Tech. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I dropped him too early. Ended up getting down, Miles Gaskin. Mm-hmm. You ended up picking him up, running back Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malik Willis a couple of years ago. Right. Listening to Hugh Freeze lie to me. I yep. dropped him before he went bananas in that first year. That's just a few players that come to mind. But I was able to compensate for those losses. But this year, dropping Byron Brown. Mm. Dropping Joar Jordan. Mm. Dropping Kamani Vidal. Mm. All before the season. Right before the season. It was the week the season started, I believe. Mm-hmm. Dropped it. And looking back at what they did this past week, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it hurts so bad uh-huh. to see what they're doing and, and to see the potential and the points that I could have had. Right. Like I said, it's the success of having find uh, found someone on the waiver wire to kind of say, okay, yeah, I'm missing, but this guy is just as good. Mm-hmm. I don't have that yet. Hopefully I will. But what I want, since I dropped them, I want them to stop doing what they're doing. 
<laughs> so I could not feel this pain. I don't want to look over there and see you over there getting down. I don't want to look over there and see you hooking that guy up. <laughs> knowing that I dropped you for somebody that's not even on my roster anymore. Mm. I didn't even drop him for somebody that's on the roster right now. The guys that I dropped him for are gone. You know how many people out there that's in the same shoes? I know. And they know like I do mm. that we hurt, man. We hurt together. I've <laughs> been there. Hurt. We yeah. all hurt together, man. Yes. But here's the issue, man. I don't want them to keep doing what they're doing. <laughs> I want them to stop. Start sucking so I don't feel as bad for doing what I did. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. It hurts, man, to see Jawar Jordan just doing what he did this past week and knowing I would have had him in my lineup. I lost this past week. Had I had those three guys, they were right there sitting on my roster. I didn't have any reason to drop them. Overthinking and just mm -hmm. trying to beat someone to the punch. You've got listen to me, guys. Everyone mm -hmm. that's listening to me, mm -hmm. trust your off-season eval. Mm -hmm. Yep. You have reason not to. Don't create any, don't create a narrative. Don't know. Denounce all thought ghost. Stuff that don't even exist. <laughs> don't make up, don't cook up a narrative because you think. Man, this guy. Oh, as you know, we can do it with the best. We can cook up an area. But we want to drop a guy. We, we call it cooking. Yesterday, he was a world beater. But today, I like this dude. So I'm going to cook up something. You know what I mean? Cook it up and believe it. And believe it. <laughs> Convince yourself. Convince yourself that it's true. That it's it's true, 100% and this true. This is what you need to do. <laughs> and you do it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm dropping him. He out of here. Because <laughs> I cooked it up. He gone. Because I cooked him. Yesterday, he was a world beater. Yesterday. Right. But today, you looking at this guy over there, and you thinking, I kind of want him now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust your offseason eval until you have reason not to. I didn't have any reason to drop Byron Brown other than, um, uh, I forgot the head coach's name, was lying about uh, – and I should know this about these college coaches. Just do it. Wait till you do. Okay. When will I learn to say, show me what you're talking about? Yes. Mm -hmm. You said he's not going to start. You said, what's the other quarterback's name? The guy who has no business starting over Byron Brown, a guy that came from Baylor. Come here, South Florida. Um, His name is, is he's eluding me right now. Um, Gary Bohannon. Bohannon. Yes. Oh, yeah, they're showing him off at the media days. and then Oh, yeah, Gary Bohannon's our starting quarterback. See it on the depth chart? I saw that depth chart, and I said, oh, shoot. I can drop Byron Brown, and if he's the man, I'll go back and get him. Didn't happen. Somebody else went and got to him before I could get back to him, and that's all she wrote. I, I will never see him again. Never see him again. He is gone for good. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, all right, I'm through venting. It hurts. 
Yes. It just hurts, man, especially when I just saw what they did this past week. Kamani Vidal, I knew that he was going to get fed. I knew it. But I convinced myself that the O-line was terrible and his yards per carry is going to suck. He's going to have 25 carries, but he'll have 90 yards, maybe a touchdown. And I dropped him. That's what you cooked up? That's what I cooked up. That was the narrative that I cooked up. Wow, you believe the narrative that. that I cooked up for Gerard Jordan was man, he's fast and he's. I talked about Gerard Jordan on this podcast about how he was gonna kill in this Brom offense, right? The narrative I cooked up is man, they're gonna share it, they're gonna give it to him a lot, he's gonna get about 18 carries a game, and they're gonna be. I'm gonna be counting on him to break one, and if he don't break one, he's gonna be irrelevant. I'm dropping him <laughs> and believed it and believed every bit of it. But what we say, the success in having or the success in finding replacement makes mm -hmm. it hard yep. because you trust yourself yep. to, to, to fix it. You trust yourself to fill that hole, <laughs> to fill that gap. Man, I only hope I could do that this year. <laughs> well, we've been doing it for so long. That's like getting said, away with it. Getting away with it because you can fill that gap. You can find that replacement. And maybe I will. I just don't feel it right now. <laughs> I don't feel it right now. Oh yeah, you just you just dropped Giddens too, and he just did what he oh, did. Oh no, you had to bring oh, that up. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, America. My bad. I dropped DJ Giddens. I was a DJ Giddens truther. Talked about DJ Giddens on this podcast. Talked about how slow down on Treshawn Ward. Slow down on DJ Giddens is no pushover. DJ Giddens is a real deal. <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, they sharing this ball. They were not, they are serious about sharing this ball. What I need with this sharing backfield? I'm dropping DJ Giddens. And then I got word that he uh, Treshawn Ward was out, and I thought, you know what? I need to go pick him up. He they might feed him this game. Didn't act fast enough, and look at what happened. Mm, mm, mm. Gosh. Mm, mm, mm. It remains to be seen what happens when Treshawn Ward does come back, but he did give them something to think about. Yes, he did. Can't overlook 30 carries. You can't overlook 30 carries over 200. Two bills and, and four? Four. Yeah, you can't overlook that. Woof. Mm. I know Treshawn Ward thought, good gosh. Yeah. I'm getting this transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> it's heels now. <laughs> Man. That's all we got. I'm going to go to bed hurt. I was just going to keep laughing because he's 4 0. It's okay, though. Hey, man. Nah, I'm this mad. Um, I'm, I'm mad, too, because you got a couple players that I, I won't. You ahead, you ahead of me on the waiver wire, so I can't, I can't even. I'm mad because you ahead of me on the waiver wire. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I never like, I, I never like you ahead of me on the waiver wire ever. Listen, I would trade uh, waiver wire position for them four players I dropped right now. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> Goodness, man, that's all we got. Uh, until next time, I'm out. Peace. Peace.
Keeping you in tune with plays on the field. It's fine's work for noise. Man, you know the drill. Thank you.